It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 235. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, value, downscaling, and mid-level EXP reset and patch 6.0. Endwalker 7-inch vinyl single now available. Illustrated countdown to Endwalker. Endwalker early access schedule to begin December 3rd. The Feast Season 20 ending soon. Letter from the producer live part... 62? Something like that. Digest released. We check out today's duty commenced. We have developer's blog and fan mail. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hey, Kariri. Hello, hello. How's everybody? Oh, alive and well. Alive and excited. I mean, we should be playing the game right now. Yeah, but you know, I, honestly, I, I, yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been getting other stuff done, so I'm, I'm not even minding it. So. You know, all right, I. This is not a backpedal <laughs> by any means on anything I said on the last episode, but I will say the extra two weeks has been extra nice. I don't know that my body was really ready for <laughs> Endwalker uh, if it, if we had done it uh, on the actual original release date. Just because I had my I had my retainers kind of where I wanted them to be, and I would have like started focusing on that. But there was just like other little shit that I just really didn't push on. Um, of course, I've been leveling jobs, so I have been ping ponging between dancer and ninja mainly because I was waiting for my wife to catch up on some content or get to a spot where she wanted to do some other content, and. If you'll recall, I was working on my Dragoon, and uh, I kind of got ahead of her, so I stopped on that and started doing a different job, which was Ninja, and then took Ninja all the way up now to 77. So I, I was working on uh, Dancer a little bit too, trying to get it up, and now it's 73. In doing the the Ninja stuff as well, I, I realized that I want a, a melee class all the way to 80 before I get there. I, in leveling ninja, I realized that I didn't get my Bosja stuff completed like I wanted to, so I went back into Bosja. And I didn't put this in the notes. I did my first Dalriada, uh, this, this past week. So I can't believe oh, yeah. that I had not done that, that content at all. I don't uh, up even to this know what point, that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, you have to. You have, once you're all caught up, we'll have to go almost back there. It's um, a thing. Well, yeah, it's it's uh, the most recent bits of the relic, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's got a it's got an interesting cadence to it, Kariri. They the way they've made the relic, and this is my interpretation. The way they've made the relic has been, of course, a a difference uh, but a similarity to eureka they give us a zone to do like fates and stuff but then there's like a grand fate that you can do and once you've completed that and you get to a certain rank they give us practically a 24-man raid but there's no trash mobs at all it's just a boss rush oh, wow. and then they they've given us another large zone for grinding fates to go into another large-scale fate type type situation that leads to um well really this this final kind of boss rush situation and that is the um Dalriada and uh it was fun it was it was a blast of course i was doing i was leveling i was with a zone 3 group they broke group as soon as it popped and i was like do i do this do i watch a video should i care 
it's a week from Endwalker. Surely I'm not the worst person in here. You know, I was just kind of <laughs> talking myself through that for like two minutes. I was like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to go in blind. Of course, you go in there and everybody's like, add me, add me, add me. Uh, invite, invite. And, you know, I got in. I fit in well. I was on Ninja, so I was, you know, I'm sure I was well-liked. Um, and I, I was fine for the most part. Every fight, except for that Diablos armament, um, was fine. I was able to do the dance, and I think I only had like two deaths on the way up. But man, that Diablos, that was, <laughs> that was something else. That was rough. And so I understood my job as the ninja was to accept the raise, to hoot on, <laughs> to <laughs> trick attack, Put my dot on, uh, <laughs> uh, assassinate or whatever, and then die again. <laughs> Wait oh, no. 120 seconds. <laughs> Get back up. Trick attack. <laughs> that and they kept raising me when my trick attack window was up, and I understood that you know if I live just long enough to trick attack, <laughs> um, I will be able to do this. So anyway, um, it was fun. It was something else, but um, uh. I got that done. It was something I got accomplished because I had the extra two weeks uh, to do uh, Shadowbringers content. So I'm happy. Um, I got that done. Like I said, Ninja 77, uh, Dancer 73, I believe. Um, I've looked at my jobs. I think most of them are at a spot where I don't have to get to the next level without losing a tremendous amount of XP. Uh, so be mindful of that, folks. You only have a... Like a, a little less than a week or whatever. We're at 13 days, I think, 12 days. So, uh, I, my character, my character's sheet is good, if you will. Um, did a lot of roulettes, like I said, had a lot of fun, but nothing like I experienced over the last couple of weeks. No weird vibes from anybody. I didn't get called out in any content. Maybe my dancer was better. Maybe my ninja was better. Um, uh, and then the last thing, I got the cookbook. The, uh, the Final Fantasy XIV cookbook that just was released, we didn't pre-order it. We didn't do anything special. We just saw the buzz on Twitter, and Senna and I were like, let's buy it. You know, let's We're kind of doing this, let's just buy our own Christmas present thing. So we're just seeing stuff and buying it without guilt right now. Just take, you know, let's Black Friday it up, and then we pretend to open it and enjoy it. We've got a child. We'll, we'll experience the joy through his eyes <laughs> while we... <laughs> read our cookbook and other video games and all kinds of other stuff that we're buying ourselves. So we got the cookbook. We hadn't cooked anything out of it yet. I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter do it. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of itching to do it. I haven't decided if I want to like, like record myself doing it and get some content. Would people want to see that? Would people want to see GT cooking? Would I would love to see, see it. How, how's the, how much of a shit show around in the kitchen? That's what I want to know. Is it going to be? A, is it going to be a shit show? Because that I might watch if it's probably. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, okay, the shit be, show would be more hit me with a, fly, a frying plan. <laughs> I'd probably watch it anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if it was good, even if you did a great job, I'd watch it. But I think a shit show would be really funny. Someone yeah, well, absolutely shit show can't cook. It's probably closer to what it would would it would look like. So <laughs> I don't know. If you guys want content, let us know. Um, but anyway, that's the, uh, that's all the fun shit we're doing. Thanksgiving is tomorrow for us. We're recording a little early so we can get, 
this this wonderful content out to you guys. And honestly, this is the one before Endwalker. I mean, we're really at Hell's Gate, the Moon's Gate. Um, I I looked up at the the eclipse the other night, and I was a little sad, Yelta. I know you you feel the same way. I was like, I want I want this game to go out mm. with the patch, but like you said last week, we understand that it's um it's for the betterment of the game. So as I watched the shadow pass over the moon, I said, well. I guess we'll wait for that solar eclipse coming up on December third. I think we're supposed to get some kind of another. Type Do we have of another eclipse? eclipse? Happening. I missed that that longest eclipse or whatever. That was the other right. night. Yeah, I missed yeah. that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, a shadow passed over our hearts as we <laughs> missed the window for Endwalker. But anyway, it's coming. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Yelta, what have you been up to? Oh, I, I I've been playing on and off. I. Uh, uh, everybody started immediately after Halloween, putting on their Christmas or, or you know s- glams, and I'm like, I'm not ready. So I came up with a completely ridiculous Thanksgiving glam. I have the Coles comb. What's a corks comb? It's, it's the Cox it's comb. the Cox comb. Mm-hmm. It's it's the turkey on your head hat. I grabbed a uh, dress that I could dye, and it's uh, kind of browns and uh, little brown boots. And then Kariri logged in and saw me, and she's like, oh, I need that too. So she did hers <laughs> somewhat different, and then we're like, well, now we need pictures. Now, mind you, Kariri was going to go to bed, so she, we weren't going to play. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we decided, well, the house is still all Halloween-y, so we went and put decorated the house a little bit. We took pictures there. As soon as we saw, well, we were waiting for daytime because we found a pumpkin patch we wanted to take pictures at, but every time we noticed it was still night in the game. And then Ruby logged in and we're like demanding Ruby come to the house. I, we, we just waylaid you that entire night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, we went, took pictures up by the, I think we put some on Twitter. I think, um, I think I put some in Discord. I'll so, be throwing mine up tomorrow. So yeah. yeah. Yes. It was, it, was it, was, fun. it was like two hours of just fucking around, but it was a, such a good time. It was, it was two yeah. hours of G-Pose, pretty it, much. What was really weird, I don't, I don't think I told y'all, but that same day at work, a coworker and I were looking for a hat that was a turkey. And we had <laughs> looked on three different floors for this hat. Apparently a hat was bought two years prior at a, at a local store and – it had been used for some Thanksgiving festivity two years ago, and nobody has seen it since that day. And so we we searched the whole building for it. We found it, and the hat was different. There were two hats. One was the front of the turkey. One was the back. And I told the person I was looking for it with about the coxcomb hat in Final Fantasy fourteen. I can't believe I didn't tell you all that. And then, the, then you guys kidnapped me. Yep. Ruby napped me and uh, – I had a blast. It was fun. <laughs> well, I don't think, Kariri, you hadn't used G-Pose yet, had you? No. Uh, we yeah. opened it once. You said, Carrie, you have to see this. And I opened it, and then I was like, no, too much. Got to gotta do this some other time when it's all I'm going to focus <laughs> on because I can't just pull this out and not play with all the things. So it was the first time that I actually had time to open it up and press all the buttons and try all the settings and mess with all the frames. And yeah, just, it was, it was super duper fun. And yeah, that was the first time I'd gotten to do that. And it was also 
a big part of it for me was was redecorating the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't do anything super snazzy or super special, but relearning all the tools and stuff and, you know, putting stuff in and out. And then uh, Yelta has one of the retainers that sells all the furniture, or not all the furniture, but a bunch of the furniture. So pulling all that up and buying a bunch of it to see what it all looked like. And I, it, it, it hit my happy decorating spot. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to play Barbie fucking dream house. <laughs> and yeah, so I had like websites open so I could see all the wallpapers at once. It was just, it was, it was super fun. And then, yeah, I remember one of my favorite things to do when we used to play the game um, before I was gone was go out and do photo shoots all over the place. And it was just it brought back it brought together several several of my favorite things to do house decorating clamoring hanging out with ruby and yelta and finding cool places to take pictures so it was awesome and that g pose is just so strong you know mm-hmm. and 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 the house and the house decorating is is it's a pretty good game too that that furniture preview thing is awesome yes oh my gosh yes yeah it's it's just um you know, most of me is like the game's about, you know, adventuring and killing and, and, and leveling. But, man, it is nice to kick back once in a while and take some pictures and just hang out with people and have some goofy fun and decorate or whatever. I think I'm going to see if we can move, move, up to, move up to a bigger house for my private house because mm. maybe have a little bit more to decorate. I'm trying uh, not to get too <laughs> excited about this idea because... I want it so bad because <laughs> I know I will get to play. I know, yeah. I know if you buy a house, it's going to be for a, like, well, I, I will be talking you into us decorating it together. <laughs> so it'll be super duper fun. Well, that's the funny thing about me is Kariri loves that stuff. I enjoy being involved, but I don't like being the lead. I'll weigh in. I'll suggest stuff, but I have, don't, I don't like, I don't even like getting started. It's just not. But when we get into it, like Minecraft, we decorate and, and art, we decorate forever. Oh, forever. And it's so funny because we, we do it so well together. And it's so funny because in a lot of situations, I do not take constructive criticism or feedback very well. And I know that about myself. But with Yelta, I'm perfectly okay with it. Like I could go, okay, what do you think of this? That sucks. Do something else. Okay, let's do this. You know, <laughs> like, I'm totally okay with it. And I'm happy because I know you'll be perfectly honest about it and we'll find something we both love. So, yeah, it just, I know it's a silly little side part of the game, but it's its one of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah, and they, and they do it pretty well. So, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever the new housing changes are. And I love the fact we can share. I can just, I just gave you permission to do whatever in the house. And, and Oh, that and just made my day when, when, when you told me that that was a thing now. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, when you, you originally bought your house, I was, I was pouting hardcore that I couldn't help out with it. But, yeah, it was, it's, so now that you can, you know, assign each other to have permissions to do that in each other's houses, that's amazing. All right, and then uh, we did, I, I haven't shown up for every, Bell Dandy, bless his heart, has been throwing lots and lots of events. I don't always make them, but uh, on Saturday I showed up for Primal Night. We did uh, Seed of Sacrifice Mount Farming. I think we, we had up several people who hadn't done it. I think there were at least three people who had never seen the inside of it before. Oh, wow. And uh, we cleared it six times, and we got three mounts. I didn't get one, but we got three oh. mounts. I mean, that <laughs> was <very> awesome. Cool, <laughs> I still need three, uh, three mounts 
to get my uh, final form mount, but uh, I don't know. I just haven't been... It, we used to do that stuff more as a free company earlier on, and I, I feel like I had dropped out of that kind of for a while, and I don't know how it's going now. I have been done some of them in, in uh, Party Finder, and then if I lose, you know, my memory of how the fight works, I'm scared to go back into Party Finder sometimes, so... So it was a good time. It was not perfect. The It was a little messy, but I mean, we were like trying to remember how it worked and calling stuff out live and <laughs> we had new people and, and you know, people who don't run with us a lot. It was, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself quite a bit. And then last night, uh, I know a lot of people are picking up this week's Wondrous Tales and getting it all primed and ready so that uh, when we, uh, when, you know, after the game... Yeah, the expansion hits, you can, uh, I think you get XP. I don't even know why yeah. I'm doing it. Someone's like, come do Wondrous Tales, and I'm like, okay. So we uh, burned XP. through a whole bunch of uh, primals. We've burned through a whole bunch of uh, normal raids, and a lot of people were running around unlocking stuff in between, stuff they had never gotten to or never gotten to on that character. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, we might have to do, and you know, I might have to start... Uh, hosting some more casual content nights too. I know for a long time, like Thursday night, I used to do treasure maps or, you know, Wonders Tales might be a, a nice night to do once in a while. Especially if people could use the XP. Yeah. 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 I'd also love to try the treasure maps because apparently they have their own like dungeons now or something. They used to just be out in the open world when I yeah. stopped playing. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah no, this I'm intrigued to see it. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Um, and, well, and it's still kind of useful even to go back and do some of the old ones because there is materials that drop from those that, you know, not everybody's doing it. And some of them are worth quite a bit of money. Or, you know, you can get screwed and get nothing good all night. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about what I did in 14. Uh, just kind of treading water, waiting for the expansion. Uh, what did you do, Kariri? Well, we already talked about one of my favorite things we did, which was that photo shoot. But um, other than that, I've just been main story questing, and um, I just finished Matoya's dungeon. So that was really cute and really fun, and I enjoyed the idea of it. And I know it, I know it's just like the other dungeons. It's, you know, trash mobs, main mob, main boss, trash mobs, boss. You know, it, but... The way that they walk you through it, where you keep coming back to the, um, was it brooms or the little frog guys? Back, yeah, the frogs. Yeah. yeah, keep coming back to the the frog guys, and they open a portal and they bring you and you know lead you through the area. And I I liked the layout of it, the structure of it. It was just it's the same bones with a little different wrapping on it and I, I enjoyed that thoroughly plus I love Matoya and um, Matoya and Yishtola are wonderful together and I just really enjoyed that a lot and I've got 14 quests left of the main storyline I counted right before we started so I should be there in no time I'm planning to play all weekend probably on and off between Christmas decorating but so, yeah, I should have that knocked out in no time. But that's mostly what I've been doing. I've still been picking up and doing every little, you know, plus blue shield quest that I run across. Just unlocking all the extra dungeons and all the extra content. So I've been doing a lot of that. 
Um, and that's about it. I do... I spend a lot more time than I probably should in the gold saucer, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> between chocobo racing and doing triple triad cards and just doing cat pots and just trying everything there again and playing everything and doing the, the what are they called, the events, the timed events. Um, the gates? Gates, thank you, yeah. Just doing gates and stuff, and I just... It still just tickles me, and I love all the little stuff in this game. But um, I think my excitement to do... I, I have zero interest right now in doing, like, endgame-ish stuff because the new expansion's coming out. I'm like, I want to be a noob with everyone else. I don't want to be this much of a noob with the content that everybody else has been playing for so long. You know, Does that kind of make sense? It's mm-hmm. like... I know no one's going to care that I'm new at all of this, but for me, I want to experience the new game and be new at the same time as everyone else. I don't want to have everyone leading me through old content right now. So I'm, I'm kind of just waiting <laughs> for, for, for it to come out. So, yeah, that's where I'm at, and that's what I got up to. All right, and listeners, you can come shoot the shit with us. Go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com, and let us know what you've been up to. You know, balance out the bots. Mm. <laughs> we got a lot of bot comments. <laughs> all right, bot us around. I'm going to turn this over to Ruby. Hey, all right. Uh, so we want to thank our patrons, Fleur Cooperstone and Lithia. Thank you so much. Um, we appreciate your support and the support of all of our listeners. Thank you so much. And then also, support for Gather Together is brought to you by Manscaped. The best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Listen, guys, there is a Black Friday and Cyber Monday campaign happening right now. Uh, It's going on from the 22nd through November 29th. Uh, It's a limited-time offer, 25% off site-wide. You can continue to use our code, THALSBALLS, T-H-A-L-S-B-A-L-L-S, and get... That limited time offer of 25% off site-wide. If you miss the Black Friday sale, continue to use our code. You'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with that code FALLSBALLS at manscaped.com. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Um, I love the nose trimmer, gang. I just have to say, like, I love this nose trimmer because... uh, I have a different nose trimmer I had been using. That SOB was was hurting me. It was Ooh, tugging at my my nostril hairs. Ow. Yeah, it was uh, it was not a a fun feeling. And uh, I grow hair pretty fast. I don't know if you guys know this, but I grow hair pretty fast. So <laughs> I don't like them nose hairs sticking out. They tickle me. They bother me. I don't I don't want to just be playing with my nose the whole time. So I got to get them suckers out. And uh, Manscaped's got a great one. Uh, great nose trimmer so check them out again thals balls t-h-a-l-s-b-a-l-l-s at manscaped.com check out that 25 percent off limited time offer for black friday and cyber monday and a happy Ah. happy thanksgiving to all of our listeners that celebrate thanksgiving uh happy black friday to uh you know that's america's favorite holiday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it started way early this year. 
Probably it really it, it's crazy yeah. how how early black it's like Thanksgiving or Black um, it was November. Like two weeks before it was Black yeah. November. Yeah, oh, it's like Black yeah. November. Yeah. It's like the whole month is 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 sales. But I think um, that's because the shipping is so bad right now. I it think that has a lot to do with it. Forever to get anything. So yeah. Mm. Well, all right. Back to you, Yelta. All right. It is time for the first round, and that is news. They we have a article on value downscaling in mid-level exp reset and patch 6.0 i think we mentioned this already so 6.0 is going to introduce measures to control the inflation of in-game values our numbers got too big we have to bring them all smaller to make it work or the game will explode so uh in the uh, 67th letter from the producer on november 5th they explained what it's going to Involve and uh, one of the things is it's going to involve overwriting the player character's database, and there's a lot of reasons here, but um, it has to do with the uh, numbers are too big. So uh, ideally, each character's current EXP levels would be individually assessed. Oh, we covered this last time. So basically, if you're mid level, they're just going to erase all your XP. So if you are close to leveling, finish leveling. Because it was going to take days, weeks, whatever, to actually churn through the entire database and mathematically calculate the new EXP values. So I've seen some dumb official forum posts that were like, "Here's how you could do it." Like, no, they you think they have paid people on staff that put their heads together and said, "How do we do this without screwing our player base over?" They didn't just go, "Ha ha, we want to take all your EXP away." Look, they thought about it, they figured it out. If the cost was more than what it's worth, then it's whatever. And again, yeah, it's like we said, it was like what one, uh, one roulette, one, one praetorium uh, or something. Yeah. yeah, it's like then you're fine. I so would rather run one or two praetoriums be- before patch day than to have to delay anything. Uh, you know, they pr- yep, they probably have a shitty index on their player exp table. You know what? It's probably all it is, and it would take too much time for something they should only have to do once. If they ever have to do this again, maybe they have time to figure out how to add a new index, but it's, you know, it sucks, but there you go. They've told us about it. They've warned us about it. You have really no excuse at this point. Just go get a little XP. You're not going to notice, honestly. I think most Mm -hmm. people would not hardly even notice, even if they didn't tell us. All right, they also talk about the values affected by this downscaling. HP and damage dealt. It's going to be smaller. Recipe progress and quality. All the numbers are going to be smaller. Uh, Required and earned EXP. Uh, The numerical numerical values related to EXP earned by uh, war and magic, hand and land, retainer, and trust. All of that's going to be smaller, and the EXP required to level will be lower. That's a big word for very lower. I haven't had enough wine to try to say that word. Kareem <laughs> <laughs> probably knows that word. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, they just talk again about the mid-level EXP reset. And that's for everything. It's job class for war and magic, hand and land. That's retainers. Your trust guys. You know. Your damn retainers should already be leveled up. What are you doing? I, I, no, I get one that's not leveled up. Shh. Oh. You have 22 <laughs> retainers, Yelta. That's the point. I might have all of them. I don't know. Uh, 
like uh, Chocobo Companions and Grand Company Squadrons, they use a, must use a different EXP calculation. Uh, Deep Dungeon and Eureka and Bajan Southern Front, Xandar PvP, all of that is not going to be reset. It's... It's not I don't need any help in Bosgen content for losing metal. I can do that on my own, okay? <laughs> uh, so, like we said, they say to mitigate the total amount lost, you are encouraged to level up at the nearest attainable level before 6.0. And they're sorry. All right. I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think it's the end of the world. People... Uh, that's not the hill no. I would die on. The the only no. thing that might be kind of strange is us when we try to do what is it Shadowbringers content in Endwalker because of the downscaling. There's going to be or maybe that's the the damage calculation. Think, yeah, but I think they were getting a buff for that. I thought that's oh. what they came along and said. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I think initially they said Echo or old content, especially if you're uh, unsyncing it, mm-hmm. is going to be harder. But then I think they came along and said later that. They're just going to give us a buff. So, Christ, just wait five minutes and die and you get a buff. So, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, the last time they talked about it, they really made it sound like pretty much everything's going to feel the same. It's going to take you hitting the same amount of buttons to murder mobs as it does today. So, all right. Let's see. The Endwalker. Also, Yelta. Yeah. The word commensurately. Huh commensurately i've heard it i don't think i've ever read it it's funny yeah it's just equal yeah yeah all right endwalker's seven inch vinyl single is now available i don't even know if i have anything that you could put a seven inch some uh, i don't have any vinyl record players i don't either yeah, yeah. but this that you know i can kind of see where it'd be kind of cool to have anyway my 33 year old co-worker bought a record player and oh. she was showing it off to me in her office today. And I guess she thought it was trending some way. It is Bluetooth. It's got some nice features and stuff. Oh, but okay. like to have an actual uh, record player in your office, is a, it's a little different. I don't know. Maybe it's peak 2021. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I mentioned the vinyls, the Final Fantasy vinyls. She knows I play Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah. And so I was like, hey, even Final Fantasy put out some vinyls recently. You probably wouldn't play them. You probably just put them on the shelf. But <laughs> yeah. There they are. Does she know what the weird little round plastic thing is for? And bless uh, you, the I, company I member who didn't know what that. it was for because I was I, laughing because it made me feel old. So this seven-inch vinyl has that big hole in the middle. Right. Yeah, right? You're going to need you that. You have to have that little adapter because it's really, a, you know. <laughs> I'm old. We had record players as kids. We had record players. Oh, well, we had an 8-track, actually, a couple of them. But, um... Uh, and I frankly still find this, like, I think it'd look really cool on a wall, mm-hmm, you know, definitely. even if you don't play it, you know, even if you get the digital version just for the music, but the 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 picture's kind of beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we know someone who's actually going to put them on the wall or something. Mm-hmm. I think he bought them all. In a new house. In a new house, yeah, yeah. That'll look nice. No, it's pretty cool. Just makes me remember that I've got a uh, CD I just bought that I want to listen to, but I don't own a CD player anymore, I don't think. I still have one in my car. Oh. I might have one in my car. (laughs) 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 All right. Illustrated countdown to Endwalker. We have 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13. That's what we're up to, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So we have quite a few. 
All some lovely pieces of art. I'm spoiled, though. I think we were talking before. These are all nice. Very talented. I think I see so much good Final Fantasy art on my Twitter feed every day that I just... It's, they're, these are nice, but... Yeah. None of them are really doing anything for me uh, overly, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't want to shit on an artist, and that's certainly no. not what we're doing, but it's... Uh, it's like we've we've seen these countdowns several times. I think we started the conversation off with I was like I was making the notes and I was like I didn't even notice the countdown this go around. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't really know why. Maybe it's because of the the start stop to the with the delay in Endwalker, so I wasn't looking out for the countdown any longer or I had forgotten about the countdown or when it happened I wasn't But see, I search these channels all the time. I'm like on the official forums every day and I like I don't remember seeing when 19 came out. Maybe it was like well, it was on a Sunday or something. Who knows? Um, but I think it was – was it 18? Okay, 18. I saw it blow up on tr- on mm-hmm. Twitter. I, I, I saw a lot of people – on Twitter. On 18 because it's like Runar, right? Or it looks like it anyway. Um, so everybody was like, oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. I love Runar, whatever. Um and then that was kind of it. I, I I really had to search for these other ones through the um, through the lodestone because, uh, yeah, they're just out there. So I don't know. I don't. Am I missing the hype? Was it not hyped as much? Because I'm super hyped for N Walker. Oh no, so I, I don't am know too. why. I don't know why this was like not I'm just, resonating. I'm just, with me I just think that I saw them in the rest of my feed with everything else. And I don't exactly. think I think I yeah I'm in. not I'm not I'm not shitting on these I'm just saying the general populace does so much awesome art that I think it just blended in where I think in other years I don't maybe I'm just my lists are different or something but I'm seeing so much awesome uh, Final Fantasy artwork that these just blended right in yeah yeah between yeah. Twitter and Reddit I see so much Final Fantasy art that's just phenomenal and I will say I can understand why 18 blew up of all of them. It is the best one, I think. I think it's the most striking, just the coloring. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've got the little the the little minions, and you've got the Chocobo, and you've got Runar, and you've got Fat Cat. You, you know, you've got mm-hmm. Spriggan, and, and, you know, it's, it's just darling. Plus, you have the, I don't know, just even with the number at the top that's so contrasty with the coloring it's yeah. it, it's definitely the most striking of all of them but damn astrologian yeah. wins again you know <laughs> pretty much astrologian i've almost wins. switched to astrologian just because the spells are pretty i mean i for real all these little cute minions on here it makes me think of all the little cute minions we've loved along the way you know like the spriggans and when everybody was gaga over piazzas and everybody was gaga over the shiba inu when we were in Stormblood, oh, yeah. and then the, the great serpent of ronka everybody's in love with it what will be the little minion that we fall in love with in endwalker what will follow us around what will be the cute thing that wins our heart oh, yeah i, can't I wait. wonder i wonder these are nice and i look forward to seeing the rest of them I just have to remember to go look. <laughs> All right, Endwalker early access is scheduled to begin December third. Are we sure about that? I, well, it's coming up. There's a we, countdown. It's so, so they so we're almost just over a week away. I would hope they would tell us at this point. I I probably can't move my vacation again. Is all I'm saying, and I don't mm-hmm. and I get less vacation because you know I was counting on Thanksgiving being part of it. True. Truth. 
All right, early access is set to begin Friday, December 3rd at 1 a.m. PST. That's 4 a.m. EST. God, that's is that an hour earlier than usual? Two hours earlier than usual? Maybe, yeah. I don't remember. I'm just not going to bed. Maybe I go to bed immediately I didn't after plan work on, on the second. <laughs> that's going to be a rough one. Okay, it's going to be rough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so in order to participate in early access, you must register a pre-order bonus code. Uh, I think if you've pre-ordered, I have mine already. If you check the MOG station, I think it, mine already says I have early access or something. Um, if you have yet to register your code, be sure to do so, so as soon and prepare for the adventures to come, blah, blah, blah. And then if you have questions, there's uh, two articles. How do I join early access for Endwalker and early access information for Endwalker? So the end of early access is Friday, December 10th at 11.59 p.m. And you have to have registered the Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker registration code. You're going to get a second code, and you have to actually put that in, or you won't be able to play after early access. I think that's right. Yes. Uh, PlayStation uh, users have different... They'll get prompted, I think. Yeah, and then Windows and Mac users have to have a full registration code, distribution timing, and delivery method might vary by retailer. So, I think it was. I think I think last time everyone got their physical copies and everything, and it all went. I don't remember hearing anybody who had a problem, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty generous window. So even if the mail is slow, yeah. I've already seen an official forum post that said, what happens if we log in and, you know, these servers are already having issues and we can't play? Is Yoshida going to give us free time? Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. She's going to give us free shit. Shut up. I understand being upset if that happens, but I, like a lot of other people who have played online games before, you get server congestion, you have failures, you have, you know, whatever – it could even just be your own internet going down. Make a plan B. My plan is mm-hmm. if the servers go belly up or I can't log in, I will put on pants and go out for breakfast or something. Or go yeah. take a nap or go do there something. Go. Yeah. It, Animal it, crossing, it, might, something. it might suck, but just, just kind of you know temper yourself for the possibility that there – I mean there probably won't be a – what was it, Raban Extreme? Yeah, Raban EX. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know I mean, they, they, they seem to have learned, for, and you know, they've adjusted things. And they you know, they get extra servers. They give us instancing. Um, you know, uh, we, we're going to be fine. It's it's going to be okay. I don't remember there being any Endwalker problems. I, I mean, uh, Shadowbringers problems. I don't remember any Shadowbringers problems. And I think even in Stormblood, I did what I said. I grabbed my husband. I said, we're going to Perkins. And by the time I got back, everything was ready to go. Yeah. So just try. If life gives us lemons, we're just going to try to do our best. And they're not going to give you. If you do the fucking math, if the servers are down for two hours, how much of that, if you if you pay $9 or $12, or, what is it a month? I don't even know. How many pennies is that? What what would they refund you? Seventeen cents. Yeah. All right. The principal and they also Yelta. Get the ruler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Regarding posting content during early access. During the early access period, there's no restrictions on what content you can post, stream, 
as long as you follow the material usage license agreement. However, we ask early access users to please be considerate and do their best to avoid posting spoiler-related content, as there are those players who may start at the official launch or play at their own pace. That's We got a zero-tolerance kind of no-fuckers bosom. That's right. I will kick you. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I will give you a time out. Look, it's, it's a kind of a... It's a two-way street for people and not, not not with our rule as the FC. I mean, you're out if you start spoiling. But we understand it's a spoiler-free environment. you got to protect yourself a little bit too if you care that much. I see this debate come up every time a new game comes out or Final Fantasy has another expansion. You've got somebody who will tweet out, hey, be sure to tag your spoilers or hey, be sure not to spoil. You know, somebody's trying to be mm-hmm. proactively good. Um, and people don't see it as that. They're like, hey, you're not my mom, so uh, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And, and you those know people cancel that fucking person. You know, and I guess people are in their rights to do whatever they want. So because people are people, you got to look at it a two way street. Put yourself in an environment that you don't want to, you know, like, hey, well, we've declared our free company, no spoilers during this period or whatever. But I also personally just put it in event chat. I don't fucking care what any of my friends sorry you two i don't care what y'all are talking about in the chat because i'm i'm reading the story i'm focused on the story right now that's what oh, i do you're, say, you're saying that you're actually you're setting your in-game chat i to, set my in-game yeah. chat so i don't see what anybody else I turn does. off a lot of link shells in game and i don't check twitter usually until i'm completely done with whatever the current patch right. is right yeah. so i have you, all my chats in a totally different tab so i oh, can yeah. just close it yeah yep Yep. There you go. Yeah, I got one that's only party chat, I think. I can click to it and it just shows me what's going on in my party. I don't know. Yeah, there's there are ways to mitigate. You can have, what, four different chat windows and you can uh, pretty much set whatever you want to set showing up in all four of those. You can drag them around. You can put four different windows on your four different sections of your screen if you want. Right. They're, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. Don't don't be an asshole and spoil on purpose or overshare, but at the same time you do have to, you know, protect yourself a little bit. Definitely. All right, the feast season twenty is ending soon. We're are, this, are we pretty much done with the feast? Then? The feast is ending. This soon. is this is feast other than is the practice soon. mode. Yeah, yeah. The nice. competition has been fierce, but season twenty of the feast will soon draw to a close, with the beginning of patch six maintenance. So, updates to the feast ranking page is going to end after November 26th. So, they've got the rewards that are going to be delivered in 6.01. And during the release of patch 6.0, they're anticipating login congestion. So, that might impede reward delivery. So, you know, be chill, I think is what they're saying. And then we have the the uh, feast rankings are, are up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking at Primal. I'm looking at Primal too. I'm. I think I'm seeing some different names towards the top I, I than do usual. Some, some different names up yeah, here. These aren't the. Where's uh? There's maybe a bunch CD, of people EFG here. And all yeah, that I don't. Stuff. Yeah. I don't see there. Well, I mean, I guess when once you've won a few of these, I mean, yeah, you know, leave yeah. some room for the other folks, right? So maybe maybe some people are graciously not doing it to allow other folks to get it. I don't know. You know, um, the feast is the feast. Love it, hate it, whatever. Um, it's. Uh, it's wrapping up, so this this era is ending. Yet to be seen what will come out of 
at least the reward system of the feast. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people care about the most. What kind of rewards are we going to get from previous feast comparable to what we may be getting in whatever new mode that we're we're about to get? So, um, yeah, we'll see. I still see posts about this stuff. Like somebody got into a feast and there was some win trading and they were like, I'm mm-hmm. going to report all these people. They were trying to like name and shame on the forums or whatever. And um, it's like nobody cares now. Like, whatever, dude. This is about to end. So, okay. I mean, I'm not trying to say let people cheat, but this shit's over, dude. They know what's going on. They know it's just a hot mess. And so. If it wasn't broken, they wouldn't be working so hard to fix it. Yeah, let's just I move really, on. I really think that. Let somebody I'm get not their saying, armor. you know. I could say, you know, right now, if you were super excited and thought you maybe had a chance to get the armor right now, and then you did come into that, I'd be mad too. I would be pretty pissy. I would maybe I would I don't think I'd go to the for official forums and name and shame, but I might write up a ticket and let the GMs look into it, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, we'll have to see what happens with the new the new PvP when it, when that's released. All right, letter from the producer live part sixty six seven digest is released. We've pretty much talked about everything in here, but again, they put out the. Uh, all all the nice trailers and everything time stamped and and all the little slides pretty pretty screenshots yeah, yeah pretty pretty screenshots so it's, it's nice to have all of them in one place officially so it's here is there anything in here anybody wanted to cover or, or i want to watch uh, yoshida's 30 minute apology oh my god on repeat. i know <laughs> I was like, that's enough, guys. And everybody in Discord with me were like, but they're Japanese. And I'm like, I know. But at this point now, they have to apologize for wasting my time. I, I got this shit figured <laughs> out. This is So Yoshida recently, um, there was an article, I think, in like a Famitsu or something. And he, he said that there's a secret that's been buried in the game or something that he's been waiting to release this whole time. And uh, he's finally going to link up and show us what what's going to happen here. And I'm into this conspiracy theory mode. I think his tears here are actual uh, tears of the moon. We're going to get the lunar cry in uh, in Endwalker. <laughs> this was a setup. He was representing the moon, and those tears are monsters. The monster is the delay, and that uh, that it, it, it all makes sense. It, 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 it makes perfect sense if you understand it. As far as conspiracy theories go, I will stand by you on that one. Thank you. That sounds good. Thank you. I have a compound. I'll send you the address. Um, I'll bring the tinfoil. I'll, I'll bring my entire life savings to give to oh, the, you know, Overlord Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I ain't got nothing from here. I, I can't think of anything. All right. Yeah, we pretty much covered it. We covered it. it. We covered it thoroughly. All right, and then duty commenced to us today. I have not had a chance to go check this out. I flipped through the video very, very quickly. It looks like they ran some stuff and had a good time. I did check out, of course, uh, last night I had seen that Den Momentstrand Huge and others had uh, a project, and uh, that's at, what was it, about the two-hour mark? It's it's yeah. it's pretty good. It's it's really good. It's uh, It, it kind of looks like... Like an anime movie opening or something. Yeah, it's uh, badass. Music, it's, yeah, the music and the graphics. And, and it's just fun to see people that I don't know about you, but I mean, we, we were in some of the first Lalafell marches way back, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, no, so we've known Denmo for a long time. Yeah. Partied with shit. them in real life. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's it's really good. I Who, who else was... I, I didn't pull up the... Uh, there's some... Musicians I like too. 
Yeah, uh, Husky yeah. by the Geek. Husky uh, by the Geek. Alex. And then Alex yeah. uh, Mukala, uh, Studio Nintendo, uh, did the vocals, I believe, and uh, Magitech Productions uh, also worked on this. So uh, some really good shit. I think I even recognize some of the people in here. I recognize – what up, Virgil? Um, I was going to say, I think I saw Virgil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I recognize a few others. I think – I think Shamafleur's in here. Um, so anyway, like it's just it's cool. It's really cool to see friends for one uh, in here, but it's also cool to see uh, a really badass opening. And this is really fitting. Like you can see the transition of the jobs uh, that the, the Warrior of Light does, and the Warriors of Light surrounded surrounded by friends. Um, I think there should be another version, like when it opens, like the the clouds part and the moon is back there, it, but it's uh, Mister Face. Uh, that would be good. Oh, Dash is that in here. Great, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd like to see. The, yeah, that would be pretty funny. The uh, the other version from the other side, <laughs> or just Mister Face creeping, watching at the, how much fun they're all having at the beach, taking pictures with the free company. <laughs> Love it. All right, and then I just slapped this one at the end because I noticed it today. The Golden Joystick Awards just happened, and Final Fantasy XIV received two. They won Best Game Community and the Still Playing category. That's pretty awesome. I think I forgot to vote. I usually vote on these every year. I totally just voted. Did you? Yep. Good. I usually do. It's just like, oh, fuck. Time's been getting away with me this year. So I, congratulations. I, I think Final Fantasy fourteen won over Minecraft for Best Community. I think that was what I had heard. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, there were there were quite a few on that list and it was it was this doesn't surprise me though. Like Final Fantasy is pretty well known, especially in the MMO community, for having a really good positive community comparatively to some of the other dumpster fires of communities for these games. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And with the longevity of the game, mm-hmm. you know, the still playing seems to make a lot of sense, too. So that's pretty great. We have What's on Tap, uh, Lyrical Journey Endwalker. Okay, I'm mad. You're mad? And you know why I'm mad? I'm why mad because mad? in our previous episode, we were like, Oh, when will the Endwalker lyrics drop? Uh-huh. And That's they dropped that like fucking two night. minutes later. Yeah, they dropped yeah. that yeah. night. Yeah, but I'm a little vindicated because the lyrics that were posted on Reddit were wrong in comparison to this. So I'm like, okay, this is this is <laughs> fine. This is fine. But uh, great, we finally have the lyrics. We have Endwalker Footfalls, that fantastic song from the trailer. I listened to it a few more times. It's growing on me, but still not my favorite one. I this is my hype. I watch the Shadowbringers <laughs> trailer and I watch the Endwalker trailer back to back and I feel like they make a cohesive mm. journey here. I mean, knowing what we know, I, I feel like it's it's cohesive. I do love the Shadowbringers theme very much. There is something – I don't think the theme is better necessarily to Endwalker, but I think the story, this culmination of the story – I, I I think it's going to hurt. I think we're going to get hurt <laughs> bad. I think it's going to just – it's just going to – our emotions. You know who I thought about yesterday? Papalimo. Mm. Where's that mofo? When are we yeah. going to see something about uh, – Pap- we don't – we there's so many Moonbrita callbacks and I love Moonbrita. I, I – mm-hmm. you know, there was a time where I was like Moonbrita or die, you know, like – 
she was my all. But I feel like there's so many Moonbrita callbacks now lately. What, no one, where's the Papalimo No one brings callbacks? up Papalimo. Well, yeah. then I was watching somebody play through the story. They were, I was I don't know why I was doing this. I was watching a clip of a reaction video of a reaction video of someone playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> okay. It was kind of like the Inception. inception. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the Inception. Uh, but um, it was one of the cutscenes where, you know, people who have died basically show up and give you their strength or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, yeah, but that's – I'm like, but no one mentions Papa Limo anymore. He died, but – well, we assume he died. You know? Yeah. I never saw bodies, all I'm saying. Yeah, and even when you true. see the body, it doesn't mean anything, so – I have one word for you, Xenos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kariri's still mad he's still alive. I'm still fucking mad. I mean, better. even his little character profile there is like, after he kills himself, it's not right. enough. He still oh, comes back to life. It's like, I mean, this motherfucker can't even kill himself right. Like, it, like, it, it, come on, dude. But I have, uh, honestly, after I've seen this art, he's, He's looking hotter these days. It's they, they oh, ain't got no, the giant the, the no giant booty anymore. Sorry, booty lovers, but he doesn't have that crazy too big armor. The stupid samurai sword rotating thingy. I'm Golf sorry, club, that was a little yeah. dumb. And yeah. then um, they they they're getting away from the sleepy eyes. They're really starting to get a, get away a little bit from those just overly big sleepy dumbass eyes that he had i used to call him mm-hmm. betty davis eyes. he just had these, those big droopy eyes and i i personally thought it made him look stupid i think some people thought it made him look sexy but i thought it made him look dumb but never did anything for me. i feel like they've no. moved a little bit away he looks sharper in the eyes now yes. like he's got a mission like he's got a reason or something there's some, a soul in there so I, mean, I don't know it's just the art i don't know we'll see what happens when we <laughs> Actually, I will it. say here what I said on Twitter. This doesn't give him a fucking personality. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's lacking for me. It's like he has bored now is not a personality. Oh, it's not murder enough. is not a personality. Yeah, it's like it's not compelling at all. And, and yeah, he looks good. Don't get me wrong. He, he looks, he looks better. much better now than he did before doesn't make me give a shit about him anymore or want to see him anymore. I want to see a little more of him briefly and then never again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we cut his head off? Let's just cut Can his head we, off. Just, I, I'm thinking just like total dismemberment. Oh. I, I, I will say I am really glad that that armor is gone because he, he was walking around wearing a couch, like the width of a couch. <laughs> it, it was, was the dumbest looking shit, man. Really Where is was. the picture of him? Oh, here, okay. Let me pull it back up again. Okay, yeah, this new this new look is more sleek. It's more, and he, he looks good as a reaper. I, I'll give him that. He looks good as a reaper. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Happy hour. We did get some uh, questions and fan mail, and uh, we got some emails. We have one from Illy. Greetings, Gather Together crew. I'm writing to thank you for keeping me sane at work. As the title implies, I'm a convert from WoW. I'm sickened by what has happened in the Activision slash Blizzard workplace, and thus my heroic raid team has all but disbanded and most of us moved to Final Fantasy XIV. I started my free account about a month before all the preferred status were removed, so luckily I still have the Road to 70 buff, and my highest job is a 67 bard. Only about a third the way through Heavensward MSQ, though. 
If that doesn't tell you how hooked I am on the game, I also have all of my gatherers in their 50s, and my machinist is already at 56, along with all seven crafters, at least in the teens. I was spending pretty much every waking hour playing until I got a new job in early October, so of course, to satiate my hunger for Final Fantasy XIV content, I turned to podcasts and luckily found Gather Together. I started at episode one and I'm working my way through, currently on episode 95. I know I'm still a few years back. And I'm enjoying the predictions that you have happened and those that didn't. Thanks for the laughs, tears, and abundant innuendo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Keep up the great work. Elisila from Crystal Zalaria. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad this this helps people kill time and amuses them. Yeah, I you know at the time we got this email, I think this was the Activision Blizzard workplace. They were walking out because of the allegations and other stuff. But then we had the the news about Kodik is his name. The the CEO guy had some other allegations. Mm-hmm. Like there's been more shit. I yes. think since we've received yeah, this email. Worse. Yeah, and there's a, I've been watching a lot of. Well, I watched a lot of Asmund Goal whenever. All that news was coming up a few months back, right, when Asmongol was getting into the game. And I even still go back and watch some of his videos. I watched him rewatch the – I watched him when he watched originally the Endwalker trailer before he even played the game. And he was like, look at this weeb stuff. Ah, da, 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 da. Oh, that looks cool. Oh, the rest of this looks like trash. And you know how he slowly has come to the game. But I've also – I guess because the algorithm on YouTube and I've clicked on Asmongol. It brings me up Preach, and it brings me up um, Belazar, and it brings me up other people that I have no idea who they are, but now I start watching their WoW videos, and it's it's a little bit because I like the drama of it. I like hearing them go like, I can't believe this game fucking sucks now. But it's also like I want to hear this journey because I never got sold into WoW, right? I was a Final Fantasy XI player. Just prior to that, I think it was like PSO2 or maybe somewhere in the same mix, PSO2. And um, I was Final Fantasy XI. I had friends. I dated people who even played World of Warcraft, and I never really got into it. And um, partially was the looks for me, so I understand where Asmund Cole's coming from. Like how a game looks is important if you're going to spend copious amounts of time playing it. But when I watch these videos, I'm looking to hear what was the journey. And I see Preach talking about this is probably my next to last video because I just can't do it in this video. But I this is my next to last wow-centered video. And then he shows clips of through the years of the content he's made. And I look at the zany stuff he does and I'm like – Man, I'm sure people have been watching your content for years upon years, following this journey, the ups and downs of this game. And hopefully for WoW, it's just a down period. But man, a lot of bad stuff is happening to the company at large. And so these these people are just really crying out for a place of refuge. And if I guess if 14 can be that, even just temporarily a safe place for people to come to – I guess 14 is doing its job. It's a safe place for people across all communities because people in 14 should respect each other and their playtime and how they play. And um, if it gives them a brief respite before going back to hopefully some great WoW content in the future. Hopefully not ripped off content like they ripped off Asm Stone and Yelta and Kariri mm-hmm. showed me earlier tonight in our Discord chat. That some stone in in WoW looks identical to Asm's uh, stone, and uh, whether that's uh, on purpose <laughs> or not, it's uh, what a dink. what a twist. I wonder what, I wonder what the uh, 
you know, statistics on coming up with exactly the same, you know, design. <laughs> not maybe, you know, Googling the internets to see if anything's similar. Maybe Google not pulling a, now. a Streamlabs OBS. <laughs> well, let's cut the OBS from that name now, right? Uh, the Streamlabs <laughs> copying all that OBS shit. Oh, yeah. All right, an email from Troy. Hello there. Let me start by saying I love the show. I have been playing 14 and on and off for about six years. I am a big Final Fantasy fan since 7 and from the original PlayStation. Most of my love comes from the RPG and story elements. I truly took my time in 14 working through the MSQ and only recently, probably in the last 12 months, become much more engrossed in the MMO portion of the game, including endgame contents, raids, leveling all jobs, crafting, etc. Now I'm working on a few tasks before Endwalker. Brushing up heavily on Scholar as it's my early job before I transition to Red Mage and Gunbreaker, so I plan to work on Sage when the expansion launches. A few questions for you three. What is going to be each of your priorities on launch? I apologize if this has already been answered and I missed it. I'm torn between power leveling from 83 to 84, then working through MSQ, power leveling Sage from 70 to 80, been doing the new MSQ, or to go by my standard of exploration focus, open all the new zones when available and obtaining the currents. I'm curious if you three have a set plan for December 3rd. Let's let's break and answer this. I'm going to start, yeah. let's start with Kariri, though. Mine's simple. I'm MSQ all the way until I, I want the story as much and as fast as I can stuff it down my fucking throat. <laughs> Because I do not, do not like spoilers. I hate them entirely. I will not be on Twitter. I will not be online until I'm through the storyline. Period. Um, that is 100% my focus at the beginning. I would like to, along the way, I will, I learned my lesson and Yelta tried to tell me when I was rushing through like Stormblood and stuff, I should have been getting the currents while I was there. And it just slowed me down not to have, and that was stupid. So, you know, the ever since then, I've been grabbing them as they go along, and that's super-duper important, I think, because you're, they're going to keep sending you back to these zones. So it's super important to be unlocking all of that. Plus, half of the – or not half, but several of the quests are in the main storyline anyway. So it's kind of – um just sort of built in for you to for you to be unlocking those so that's definitely going to be part of it as well um i i I won't power level anything usually and and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong but don't they usually give you enough xp on just the main storyline on your first job for you to not have to go leveling is that correct that seems to be the way they've gone now and even if it's not uh I just queue up and do the dungeon again. Yeah, and it's yeah, a, it's a fade or two off hard. if it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. yeah, so that shouldn't be a big deal. But after that, I do want to see new housing and see what that looks like because, as Yelta mentioned, might be house shopping. So so maybe see if that looks any good. Um, but otherwise, no, just MSQ all the way, hardcore. How about you guys? I'll let Ruby answer. Yeah. Uh, mine's very similar to... Kariri's answer. I typically stick to the main story quest because I want to use Twitter and other social media and I'm afraid of getting spoiled. So when I say that thing about protecting yourself, that's really what I do. I I try to bubble myself and uh, run through that main story quest. But I take breaks, you know, like you got to eat a sandwich. You got to, you know, walk around or something. You can't just do it the whole time. So it, it, 
it sucks because I, I don't feel comfortable getting on social media so much. I guess I could, you know, block words or whatever else, but it's just a little risky for me. And, um, I know it's not that, that big of a deal, but it is to me, at least for the first couple of days. So I usually sequester myself for at least a day or two to the main story quest. I will pick up other quests along the way because I know sometimes you can unlock some other things as you go, but I usually don't deviate from the path and do that. However, once I'm in a zone that has Aether Currents, I will explore the zone to get all the Aether Currents except for like those quests that, well, the quests I'll do. If it's like a dungeon or something, of course, you have to kind of lead up to that or what have you, but I usually will sidestep to try to get all the Aether Currents uh, before I before I leave that zone, if I'm able to. You know, there was stuff like the peaks, like you couldn't do it because the zone was split or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really it. I usually don't focus on new gems. I'll unlock them, but I won't do them. I think in Stormblood I had unlocked Red Mage, but I didn't do it until the story, even though I really, really wanted to play Red Mage. For Shadowbringers, I really like dancer i was like eh, i like it because it's arranged and i like the range stuff but um gunbreaker it's still level i think it's 61 um so nothing special there i probably won't try to power level sage or reaper until i have completed main story summoner clearly would be level 90 at that point and i usually like to get a healer up to 90. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that's Sage, because it, you know, it gives me an opportunity to do that, and my other healers just need 10 levels apiece to get it, to get it finished. Or I decide to take White Mage up. I know I'll have Scholar, but I suck at Scholar. I can't play Scholar right. I don't, I don't play as a proactive healer. I'm a reactive healer. So it's really tough for me on, on Scholar to play that way. So I'll probably level a healer, and then I'll look at, uh, I'll look at one of the uh, the other jobs or or some other offshoot of the story. That's my take. What about you, Yelta? I'm honestly, guys, much the same. I'm going to hit the MSQ. I'm going to hit it hard. I probably I, I, I'm kind of curious about how Sage and Reaper are going to play, but I, I have time to figure that out later. You know what I mean? Sure. I'll probably take White Mage up. Uh, I know we're going to have a healer, so I might run into some Q issues, but whatever. Um, but, or I can do them with trusts, you know, that's fine too. But, uh, and then, and then, you know, once, once I'm through MSQ, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably like switch to botanist, honestly, just go gather. And cause I, I make a lot of money that first week or so or of, of after switching before everybody else has all the things you know, I can have, I can have, well, I don't know if the new maps will be out yet, but, you know, I can have, you know, items to sell early. That, and there's story behind that stuff too, you know. You know, I'll unlock, you know, all the jobs and unlock all the things, you know, maybe do some side questing, but it's it's got to be MSQ. You know, I just can't really see myself. I hate spoilers with a burning passion also. I, I, I do not enjoy things that have been spoiled for me. And I, I have had things spoiled for me, and it's been awful. So I'll probably go, you know, radio silence. I might tweet stuff out, but I probably won't read anything. Or, ta- or maybe I'll take a whole bunch of pictures as I'm go as I'm going, but not post anything for I don't know at least a good couple of weeks. Usually, 
right? Because we really got to... I used to pace on when we could spoil stuff based on Ulf's clearing of content, but he doesn't play anymore. Yeah. But he used to play at a slower pace and in his own time, so kind of figured that, eh, you know... You know, people like me, you, me, and Kariri, we're all we're all gonna do the MSQ as fast as humanly possible. A lot of our free company, I know a lot of people and their friends are planning on uh, quickly leveling Reaper or Sage up and then doing the MSQ. And you could do that bleeding fast, yeah. but I I just don't have that desire in me. I come back and play them later. It's a little too fast for me, right? Like, yeah, I'm thankful that it. we have. Uh, you know, ball deodorant for Manscaped that I <laughs> cannot chafe as I'm sitting there doing my stuff. But um, I, I I don't really want to add that extra time on top of me trying to get to the story. Right? I want to cry with everyone else. I want to rejoice. I want to see the shit. Oh, what the fuck is going on? You know, and for me to sidestep and do like Sage or whatever before then, I'm like – no. I'll feel like I'm wasting time. Yes, even or or I and I'm too lazy to figure out the or to do the primo calculated basically be instantly eighty. Um, you know theories. There's a lot of people out there with. Here's how you hit eighty immediately or basically, and I'm just like. That, no thanks. I'll just go play the story. You know, and I wonder if that sounds weird. The three of us are saying all the same thing, right? We're going to yeah. go play the, M- the yeah. MSQ. But I wonder if that's if that sounds weird to someone coming from an MMO that doesn't really have great lore or doesn't really mm. care about the story so much, yeah. right? Like, God, why would you – why would you guys sequester yourself for two days for fucking lore? Why would you? Why would you want to not go on Twitter? Or why do you care so much about a stupid story? But that's—I think that could be a core fundamental thing of how people approach Final Fantasy and why there's so many different play mm-hmm. styles and things like dungeons or twenty-four man raids or anything that would be accessible if people mixed together. And that's because there's a there's a set of the community, and I would include myself to a degree in it. That it is driven by the lore. I play the game mm-hmm. for the story. So I want to see the story. I won't skip a cutscene the first time I do something. I, I want to see – that doesn't make me a bad player. But somehow like that overlaps a little bit into maybe the type of player that only wants to heal when they're in a dungeon. And I, I, I only do this because this is the way it should be or whatever. And they let the lore overpower their like normal senses of just playing and with other people in a community. So I like the lore. I I play the game for the story. Once I get that part out of the way, though, once that stone is moved, then I'm like, where's the raid? Where's the shit? I want to, you know, let's go and check out what my gear score is and mm-hmm. what's my path to how I want to gear myself up. You know, then I get in that end game mindset. What can I collect? What can I do? But it's like you said, Yelta, I, it feels like a waste of time to do that stuff in advance because – I have always played Final Fantasy for the story. I don't play an MMO that has Final Fantasy painted on it. I'm playing Final Fantasy that happens to have all my friends and some other people get to do the same content with me. When you mention raiding and gearing up, I think this game has chosen and told us, go do the story because you can't even buy or go for endgame equipment these first couple weeks. They took that off the off our plate. We can't even get the new tomes. Those aren't going to be released till later. Mm-hmm. We can't get the new gear. It just takes one thing, 
off your plate to have to worry about. So I think they did that on purpose. Yeah, it's the same as like, you know, them not putting out the savage modes right away. I, I think it's very smart to allow people to go through the story and actually pay attention and not try to rush it trying to get to world first. I think it's cool to go, you know, if you're in a raid group that wants to go for world first, I think that's awesome. But you shouldn't have to skip the lore to do it if yeah. you want to get the lore so Mm -hmm. i think it falls under the same thing there and i don't think it's so weird to be worried about spoilers i mean this especially final fantasy the depth of the lore in final fantasy is just immense and i don't know i don't want to finish reading a book if someone tells me the ending i don't want to watch the rest of a movie if someone spoils it halfway through i don't see why why this would be any different just because it's a video game when they compare this game and its patches to seasons and episodes of shows, this is very much intentional. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a design decision they've made that I enjoy, that I actually like. This is a story-heavy game. Yep, you can skip it all if you want to, and that's fine if you're happy that way. But um, the game is designed a certain way, and you know, I think I think you should just. Try to enjoy it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Play play the way you want to play, and I'll play the way I want to play. It's, that's the thing. That's the beauty about this game, too, is they've made it for everyone to be able to do it however they want. So it's great. All right, and the next question. Number two, how far do you think the current high-level gear will take one through the new expansion? My Red Mage has full Crypt Lurker augmented gear except for the belt i've heard multiple thoughts on this and it relates to how they're going to alter the game's difficulty in endwalker just curious on your thoughts on gear when endwalker drops my memory is that in the last two expansions i couldn't even hardly get an upgrade item that was actually an upgrade till level i don't know this six or seven of the tens. So it wasn't until like level 66, 67 mm-hmm. until the, the items that were dropping are given to me by the quests. And this game also is very, very structured in on the quests leading up to something. They're going to give you gear. Yep. If the, and they're going to pre- let you see the gear, what it is before you get to pick it. So you can tell whether you can, you can right click at and you can compare to what you're already wearing. So you can see if it's going to be, um, I, I think augmented Crypt Lurker. What what is that? What eye level is that? Is that the newest? Is that five twenty? Is that five thirty? What is that? I don't. I don't. I don't even remember now. But I don't know. You're probably going to be fine. The game's going to throw gear at you, and if it's not an upgrade, then buy it. You know, pick the. You know, if you're going to take White Mage up first, and the upgrades aren't for you, then try to grab the. You know, Black Mage drops. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've been leveling jobs, and it's always the same for me. It's you buy that highest tier tome, um, and it rides you till the five, six, seven level, right? So at fifty five, you there, need to start picking yeah. up whatever. At sixty five, you need to start picking up some of that gear. At seventy five, you start picking up that gear. Thankfully, with leveling dungeons, you should be it should drop you some weapons, so you know upgrade that weapon. But I wouldn't even worry about the gear too much until you get to that. 
third from last, second to last dungeon, pick up whatever hodgepodge of pieces, and I wouldn't even like farm for it. I would just grab whatever you get for that run and keep going and then get to the get to the end of it. Save your tomes, whatever, until you get to the end. Well, you can't spend any anyway until you finish the story. So Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, augmented, no, aug- yeah augmented Crypt Lurkers five thirty. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you're 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 I was fine. gonna say if you were five twenty across, you're probably great yeah, until you're probably eighty five, eighty six. Yeah. Yeah, the last couple dungeons maybe even. Uh, you'll know when you have to upgrade because the game will start offering you gear. And Jesus That's Christ. The thing. They throw yeah. so much gear at you in the main story quest. Like I just played through two full expansions with absolute garbage gear from the beginning. So I haven't had good gear going into any of these. And they give you every spot all the way up, like, from the Marion Storyline quest. So I don't think think that's going to be a big deal. And I don't know, I can't imagine that how they're changing the, you know, um, how they're altering the game's difficulty as you mentioned i i can't imagine that they would do it enough so that people who for instance just got to Endwalker, like me you know who just get to that point and have just the the basic most basic gear going into the expansion they they level it so that i can play it without trouble i tank you know and i tank in my garbage gear and i have no trouble whatsoever so I think you're going to be just fine is my answer to that one. <laughs> well, and, and if you don't have augmented Crypt Lurker, um, I think you're going to be able to buy that with Poetics, right? So if you, for your alt jobs and everything, just I I didn't worry too much. I, I, I didn't raid. I think I have 530, whatever. Yeah, I think. So I don't even raid, so I don't even have the most amazing stuff. I don't think I did in the last expansion either, so... You know, I think you'll be fine. I, I don't like. But if you start feeling a little squishy or like your numbers aren't awesome, I don't know. If drops in dungeons are better than what you have, you might want to go look and see if there was an NPC to sell you something because usually that stuff's not that great. It seems like the quests usually give you high quality crafted type stuff. So I don't know. I think you'd be fine till almost all the way up to the end you might have to fill out a slot or two from uh, the market board or a friend or something well yeah career you only had like a few slots that weren't 520 or something i'm at 510 in every 510 slot in every slot yeah uh also yeah. thanks shout out to bell dandy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i um yeah, that's that's where I'm going to be going in Endwalker. So un- unless I get anything wonderful from the last one or two dungeons, um, that's where I'm going to be at. So it, it if th- hopefully there won't be a struggle. I can't imagine there would be. They had to have you know thoroughly tested that. I would hope. Yeah, I think you'd have to have pretty shitty gear, probably less than 500 eye level to have trouble. Well, that's the thing is you can't even get there if yeah. you have like I had to have. Just to go to Matoya's or the one before Matoya's, I had to upgrade my gear. I did buy a couple of high-quality pieces instead of running dungeons for more pieces. So um, uh, unless you have a certain 
um, unless you meet those thresholds for the dungeons, they're not going to let you in anyway. So you, you have to have a certain level going into this regardless. All right. Uh, number three, just like the rest of the community's disappointment with the delay, I feel it too. I have a few thoughts and will be interested to hear what you three think. Do you think it was truly related to something that can be fixed, adjusted, troubleshooted in two extra weeks, or do you think it had anything to do with anticipated congestion? I know a lot of people believe Yoshi P can do no wrong, so if he thinks a delay is needed, it's got to be important. However, I wonder if there is a concern of congestion and making such a delay this late could lead to a thinning out of those available to play in the opening weeks. I still think the team wants to do its best for the game and their most loyal players, but I wonder if it was purposeful to delay so late when they knew it was going to be hard for people to change the work schedules. One reason I wonder about this is that Yoshi P made the decision to delay on October 29th, but didn't tell the community until a full week later. I personally don't have an issue with the delay itself. I want the game to be perfect upon launch and not have to wait for bug fixes or patches midway through the story. I'm lucky enough to have flexibility on my job so I can adjust and still be able to play on early access launch, but we know this isn't the case for everyone. I just think the decision to display to delay the announcement of the delay was handled poorly. Thoughts? I think they were going to tell us to the live letter anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think whether what whatever the reason, <clears throat> but... Uh, I don't. I don't think they're going to thin out that many people. Almost. Well, I talk to. Like I say, I kind of live in an echo chamber. I play with a lot of people who are a lot like me and were able to move their vacation anyway. I think that's a hard thing to to judge. That's like saying, well, if it rains during the company picnic, maybe we'll get like twenty percent less people. Like I don't. I don't really know if they were able to really 4D chess that out and and say, hey, if we delay two more weeks, we'll be able to save. It could be a lucky coinkadink that, you know, less people would be able to play because the because it messes some people up. But would that really be enough to stop the servers from having we whatever issues it was going to have? Servers. Like I don't I don't know if that's technically it. I do think it came to the part of the whatever the reason was for the delay, which I do I do trust that Yoshida did tell us the truth. But I interpret that truth a little differently. He wanted to tweak and tweak and tweak until the last minute and still thought he could tweak and tweak and tweak up to the last minute and things would be fine. And then even when he couldn't, he thought he could go before the board and da-da-da-da-da-da, and it, it messed everything up. And I think he finally had to swallow it. Maybe what happened was that week before he had to swallow it and said, well, what good is it going to do for me to piss people off a week in advance when I'm going to talk to them anyway at the live letter? So might as well save this information for the live letter, like Kariri and Yelta just said. So I don't know that they 4D chested out and they thought that. I think a lot of people think sometimes people can, can 4D chest their way into some situation and they're just lucky enough that they, something worked once or twice. But uh, in, in this situation, maybe it works in his favor. Maybe it doesn't. I guess we'll find out in 12 days. I do think it was handled poorly, though. I, I understand what, what they're saying and I understand... thinking it was handled poorly however i don't know if they thought that changes needed to be made or more qa needed to be done or more stress testing at the last minute and they thought this was the only way to do it i don't know how they would handle it better i mean they could have announced it a couple days earlier but honestly i i think that was probably a we don't want all of this negative press going twice? into the live letter. Yeah. Well, we they get it twice. Want, yeah. 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 We just want 
and and you know they did they did still have the negative blowback because of it however there was also an enormous voice going excited about what they learned in the live letter the rest of it you know so there was at least the combating conversations of the negative and the positive to sort of override each other so i i can understand from a business standpoint and from a marketing standpoint not wanting to make that announcement sooner when they were going to have to talk to us anyways so that part i get and yeah they could have announced it sooner from from a helping people schedule and deal with it better standpoint. I think that part of it was handled poorly, but from a business standpoint, I get why they did it the way they did Mm -hmm. it. And I don't know how they, aside from announcing it three or four days earlier, I don't know how they could have handled a delay better. Do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Even if they had made the decision, they still would have had to craft a message and figure out how to get it to us and, Mm -hmm. and, and whatnot, you know, and, I don't know. I unless they're lying through the teeth, Yoshi P even specifically mentioned stuff like he asked if they could just like uh revert some of the some of the changes and go with live with the stuff that did work and stuff like that. So they'd have to be like lying through their teeth for it to be about congestion. And I don't know about you guys, but congestion starts at nine o'clock central time on our server. It isn't going to help a lot of the people who, you know, weren't able to take the day off. The servers would just go down at nine o'clock if, yeah. if it was a congestion issue. Yeah. yeah. They've, they've talked about congestion issues before. They've been very open about congestion issues. I, I don't think, I don't think this was a 4d chess. I, I, th- I trust that you, what Yoshida said was true. I don't like it, but I trust that he told us the truth. <laughs> well, in two weeks can make a lot of difference when you're, you know, in the coding testing and, you know, tweaking phases he wasn't happy with it is what if, if we're if we're to trust what he says and i personally do and i'm not one of those people who yoshi can do no wrong but if you know if if his if, if they were if they had written out the if they, they if they pull up their board their scrum board and here's all the bugs that are still in the you know yet to be fixed column and they started thinking about how many notes in that patch notes that's going to be. Because we talked a lot two weeks ago about how the last couple of patches seemed a little rushed because we had really big known issues sections. And some of these known issues, I think, were going to impact our enjoyment of actual story, uh, expand, you know, the MSQ story content. It's really how I read it. He wanted it to... This is the cherry on top from 1.0. This is the culmination of everything from all these years. And it had to be perfect. And he wasn't happy. I, you know, what else? Now, I would be a little sad if they tomorrow said, oh, by the way, it's delayed two more weeks. At that point, I might be, "Mm, mm." yeah, you know. I still understand, but it's just like, mm, no, quickly scrolls through the lodestone. No, <laughs> I don't know. I do not think that the pro- the reason for moving it was to fuck people out of their vacation and make it so, you know, the servers wouldn't be congested on day one. All right. Again, I love this game. I continue to find more things to love about it. And I like the perspective you three have on the game. I can't wait to hear the next episode. Troy. Thank you, Troy. I love your questions. I actually hadn't heard that. uh, 
sounds a little bit of a conspiracy theory. That the congestion server congestion thing before. I read uh, I read something similar on the official forums. It wasn't quite worded this way, but somebody was talking about how like every time I log in, there's a queue. How are they expecting to do this? Da 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 da. And they were like, "Yeah, that queue was put in to like help stuff. Like that doesn't necessarily mean like the game is overloaded." They put everybody in that queue now, right? Like when you log okay. in. It basically has to be 3.30 in the morning here for me not to get a queue. Yeah. I always have a queue of at least 11 people. Right. It's like an artificial queue kind of. It puts you uh, in yes. a thing. Yes. No, I think but, it is. Yeah. I think it was part of the workaround to where we used to disconnect ourselves and quick log in as another character and friend them because the other character wasn't out of the game oh. yet. I think that's part of it. Uh, but no, <laughs> they had another fix for that too. But uh, no, I think they put the queue in because it's like, it's like pouring a bucket of water into a smaller bucket with a hole in the bottom. You got to you gotta slow people down. Mm-hmm. I, think it, you know, I think that had a lot to do with it. I can't remember the word for that, but there's a word for that. <laughs> All right, and then I had a nice conversation on Twitter with, was it Maverick? can't remember the Maverick. had more to the name. Anyway, Maverick sent me a tweet. Oh, my God. Quick little message. I'm new to Final Fantasy from WoW. I found your podcast on I'm in Love. You and Ruby are my kind of people. Y'all are doing such a great job. Thank you, thank you for the content y'all put out and for being really cool people. I had some back and forth. They were a little bit worried about going into, uh, I think it was Crystal Towers. Crystal Tower raids. Uh, I think think this person plays Healer. Uh, unfortunately, on a different data center, so I couldn't just go over and buddy up. I, I, I actually went over to see if I had any characters over on that uh, server. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have some characters sprinkled around. But, uh, yeah, I had some back and forth. And uh, thank you so much for listening and for actually, you know, for reaching out and, and sending a message. It means a lot. It means a lot to us when people reach out to us. Yeah, I'm loving the emails this week. They sparked some really good conversations, and I just really enjoyed that. And everyone should send us an email or a tweet it's really fun and we enjoy it (laughs) all right last call we have a shout out i think we have at least one friday december 10th on maelstrom radio uh ruby and i are gonna go play what are we playing a game game it's a game i think it's a a quiz trivia game trivia Mm -hmm. game it's definitely trivia yeah Yeah. uh my answer for everyone will be pineapple Tacos. I, I don't, my memory is so bad. It, it doesn't matter what trivia it will be. I think Chili is going to be there. And I think, is Chili MC? I think so. Chili will be MC. Oh, that is going to be chaos, chaos and fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. So uh, you have to listen. And, and is it live? I think it's going to be live. That's that, oh. That'll be the train wreck right there. So I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I buy a special bottle of rum. Oh, yeah. I will have alcohol for this. <laughs> yeah. uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> 9 p.m. Eastern. I guess that's 8 p.m. our time here Central. So uh, yeah. check it out. Maelstrom Radio. Um, go to their Twitter. It's at Maelstrom underscore radio for those adits. They They'll take you to the... Twitch page and all that good stuff. And I think we'll have one more episode before because I think we'll probably record like 7th or 8th or something and we'll do this on the 10th. So if, you, if, if you're fast enough, you can hear us one more time <laughs> before you check us out on that episode. So. Now, I don't know if I need to like bone up on my leg. 
trivia? Yeah, do I need to read just, both just, lore just, books? Is this going to be 14 I, trivia or is it going to be snack food trivia or is it just anyway. whatever? I don't know. I'm just going to be drunk anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could join you guys. We actually have something <laughs> with my husband's got going on, so I won't be able to make it, but I wish you the best of luck and I hope the drinks flow well and the trivia does too. We're going to bring home the gold. Kariri. We'll you bring, bring us the gold. How brutal should we be? Ooh. <laughs> you just don't know. Just don't know. All right, then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our site, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. Email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Please rate us. Personal plugs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Kiriri go first. Okay, that's easy. I can be found on Twitter, Carrie Sumasu, at K-H-A-R-I-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And Ruby? I'm easy, too. Giggity. You can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. We're all easy. You can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. And as always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 